programming for Toronto's Filipino community can be heard every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on AM 1430. CHKT, Fairchild Radio. This is AM 1430, CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. One last attack perhaps for Toronto. Mark Donnelly giving it everything. Long ball. We're waiting patiently for this Pete Higgins. Coming away with it. Started on the 40. Now playing at left corner back. The Ah, good morning, folks, and welcome to Cure Lucas Crack here. And this is the last day of August, and that was some incredible footage from an incredible game and an incredible day for the people of Mayo as they have, for the second consecutive year, reached the All-Ireland semi-final after, a, after reaching the All-Ireland final after a scintillating second-half display where they dominated Tyrone. And congratulations go out to all of uh, the Mayo folks in our community here. And um, I'm sure that they are probably having a difficult time getting optimistic about the final because, as, uh, as the commentator just said, there is one more 70 minutes left in them. But, uh, God, they looked awfully good. And speaking of looking awfully good, I'm alone here in the studio, so the studio looks awfully good right now. But uh, the man himself, I believe, is in La Belle Provence, and he's on the line here. Ken, are you there? Bonjour, Mark. Je suis au uh, La Belle Provence. Is exactly <laughs> right. A big uh, culture from up here in Quebec. How's it going? Ah, uh, very good, very good. That's about it for you on the French, I'd say, is it? I have a few other one-off ones, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was practicing that all morning. For the bars, you have the ones for the bars, right? You've got that down, I do Pat. Indeed. I do, yes, yeah. Is you're up it's, at a, a little uh, soccer tournament for Brogan there? Yes, she's participating in a, a soccer tournament all weekend here, so we're uh, we're down around Granby in uh, Quebec, just oh. about a half hour outside of Montreal, so. Right, excellent. Great so, bit of, uh, great bit of footage there, did you listen to that? Yes, I did indeed, great. Makes great, the hair stand in your head. 1951, uh, the, the Mayo folks, yeah. they, they'll be all excited now. Another 70 minutes ahead of them, so yeah. good luck to them. Uh, good luck Maybe. to them as well. They, 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 I don't know if you got to see, they have these two fellas playing in the middle of the field, they're o- O'Shea brothers, and the they're brothers, f- yeah. fierce specimens of men altogether. Did you see them? Yeah. I did, I watched uh, I watched the, the highlights on, um, on, on the uh, review show there, um, yeah, uh, Sunday game, and uh, yeah, fantastic altogether. Yeah, there's. Uh, yeah. I heard something just before I came back from uh, from Ireland. There was a, something on the radio about there's one fellow on the team there who's a number four. I forget his name now, but he scored a couple of great points from. He was the cornerback, and I think he might have got the first score from play. He was. He wasn't the man of the match, but he he was knocking on the door there. But he lives up in the Gaeltacht area of Mayo, and they were saying that th- it takes him the same length of time to get to uh, Bell Mullet. Uh, as it does to get from Belmullet to Croke Park, and oh so uh, yeah, so this man drives a fierce amount down to training and everything. Talk about talk about a big county, huh? I tell you, big county remote. with some bad roads. Very remote. All right, <laughs> maybe the Tisha could do something about that. Yeah, from out yeah. that way. Anyway, yeah, so tough luck on the Tyrone folks, but uh, yeah, best of luck to Mayo. There'll be a great clash now tomorrow. There is a, a big the, one, yeah. The aristocrats of, of Gaelic football at it tomorrow. Oh, very well put, Kenny. There's a career for you in radio, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Dublin, yeah, Dublin versus Kerry. My God, that's going That'd to be, be a fantastic game. Now, that's too close to call. Don't even try to get me to make a call on that no, one. come on, you will. Give it a shot. No, no, no. I can't do it. I can't do it. Hey, you know who's joining me in studio here in about 10 or 15 minutes is Ethna. Well, I'm just 
I'm just wondering if you'll be able to keep yourself under control. God love her, huh? I know. <laughs> it's, this is, uh, I, I think it'll be all right. This is not fair. Every time away, you have, you have lovely women in the studio. Yeah, yeah, I know. How come I'm not you so have, lucky? You have control. You're just not a good planner. Ah, uh, that's it. You're not able that's to plan it. things properly. Bad news about Seamus Heaney, too, off the sport front for a second there. It was, yeah, it was. And uh, I think... You um, haven't read too much of his stuff, though, I'd say. I, I haven't. I'll, <laughs> I'll be very honest with you now that um, I was... Uh, Emily Dickinson uh, made me, or put me off poetry for life. <laughs> so I never read another poem after I read her morbid... <laughs> I felt a funeral in my brain was oh, how one of her poems God. started and she put me off. But um, no, I, I mean, an incredible, uh, an incredible talent, right? Yes, indeed. Uh, farmer's yeah. son. But um, yeah, he lived in Dublin his almost his entire life, but from, from Northern Ireland, obviously. That's right. And uh, a former Nobel Prize winner. Um, yeah. And I know Desmond will cover off some of that stuff in the news. And then uh, back to sport. Good to see Nicholas Roach. He's uh, still lying in third place, I think, over there in, in Spain. He is. Uh, he was at least uh, from the last time I looked as well. So, yeah. so that's great. And uh, I got my bet in with Donnelly as well. Your lads have a big big game tomorrow too. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I got and my United. bet in with Donnelly and my lads and taking on Arsenal tomorrow. There's a chance I might not be speaking to me dad, you know. So. <laughs> uh, you get over it. Get over we it. Get over it. After the game, we get over it. We talk again. But we're, we're, we go silent for, for a while. And then uh, after the game, depending on who won, of course, is the bragging rights. So. Yeah, that's it. Good. And um, I just I don't know if you're interested in this or not, but uh, tomorrow I have to pick up my first cousin at the airport. He's been touring Canada for about six weeks, and um, he's a priest. He's the parish priest of a place in in Carlow, Boris in County Carlow. His name is Father John O'Brien, and I'm picking him up. He's going to stay with me for a couple of nights. So I was thinking, you know, when you get back from Montreal, if you wanted to come in and um, I think he could run a quick confession for you. You could get quick. it all off your chest. Buddy. It wouldn't be very quick. What? Has <laughs> he got an afternoon to spare? He, he, he might need, well, for you and I, maybe he might need an afternoon. He might need confession after he hears from me. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't have to buy any wine. I just have water in the house because he'll turn it all into wine for me, right? <laughs> Brilliant. That's good. I love it. I love it. Uh, well, you, good, you have a good show lined up anyway. Yeah, we have um, Paddy Dunn's going to call in. And of course, you and I will be doing this show next week from um, from Royal Woodbine Golf Course there. Yes. Uh, so we'll have to figure out the logistics of that. And I'm sure we'll be getting some uh, good interviews going there now. We'll get some people, put them on the spot and um, yeah. you know see see how they handle it. Most definitely, and we have all clear music lined up for next week. It's a very important weekend. It yep. would have been Eamon's 62nd birthday. Oh, boy. And, uh, of course, uh, the, the big draw, as you mentioned, Ethna's coming into the studio to do the chamber draw for you. So there'll be queer excitement around there, I'd say, all right. There will uh, be good excitement, all right. Good excitement, all right. Lovely stuff. Right. Well, well, you've well, got a full show ahead of you. I have a full show ahead of me here, and you I'm going to... you reading that Guinness Community Calendar events, you will? Oh, I, um, I should be okay. Yeah, thanks. All right. As long as I can get Wi-Fi here, or else, I, sure. I usually I have it in, you know, memorized, right? Yes, of course. I don't have to read anything at all. <laughs> all right. Well, listen. I fitting. It's fitting that um, the first tune here uh, we're going to kick off here with um, Alex is going to roll it now in a second. Is for all the folks of Mayo because the Mayo miners and the seniors. That what a great day out. I can only oh, can you imagine yes, Sligo miners and seniors getting a day out or leash like. They have no idea how lucky they are to get a day out like that. But anyway, I'm a, this... I'm afraid that's all we'll be doing is imagining it. I, I, huh? think, I think you're right. I think you're right. So we'll we'll just, uh, yeah, we'll have to figure something else out. Anyway, here's the green and red of Mayo. They'll be belting this out in Croke Park in, on uh, September 22nd. See you, Kenny. Right. Good luck, Sloan. Oh, the green and red of Mayo. I can see it still. It's soft and craggy boglands, it's tall majestic hills Where the ocean kisses Ireland, the waves caress its shore Oh, the feeling it came over me, to stay forevermore, Peak, where one Sunday every summer the pilgrims climb the reek, where St. Patrick in its solitude looked down across Clue and with the ringing of his bell, called the faithful. 
can see it still. It's soft and craggy boglands, it's tall majestic hills where the ocean kisses Ireland and the waves caress its shore. The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. All right, very good. And uh, just before we get off the Mayo team, I'm giving them awful uh, coverage today. There's a Mayo for Sam photo today down at the base of the CN Tower. Some folks want to get uh, everybody out in their uh, green and red. Nice photograph and then get it off probably to uh, to the uh, to the manager of the Mayo team so that they can um, let everybody know how global um, the support is for uh, for Mayo. So at 6 o'clock today at CN Tower, get down there in your green and red. Off to Desmond here. Desmond, good morning. How are you? Uh, good morning there, uh, Mark. Doing pretty good uh, up here in the nation's capital. And uh, good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. And here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Well, by far one of the biggest stories of the week, Ireland's Nobel Prize winning poet Seamus Haney has died at the age of 74. Haney, who won the prize for literature in December of 1995, died in Dublin yesterday at the Black Rock Clinic following a short illness. He's survived by his wife Marie and children Christopher, Michael and Catherine Anne. Regarded by many, like fellow poet Robert Lowell, as Ireland's best poet since William Butler Yeats, he was born near Balahi, County Derry, in April 1939, the eldest of nine children. He was educated at St. Columns College, Derry, and later attended Queen's University in Belfast before moving to Dublin. He taught at many prestigious schools like Harvard, Oxford, and Trinity College, Dublin. He first came to prominence as a poet with the 1966 publication of a collection of poems, Death of a Naturalist. His works have since gone on to be taught in the Republic of Ireland, Northern Ireland, and Britain. Taoiseach Enda Kenny said that, Harney, that Haney's death 
had brought, quote, a great sorrow to Ireland. He called Haney, quote, the keeper of language, our codes, our essence as a people. Other tributes were paid across the island with actor Adrian Dunbar leading a round of applause at Haney's bust at the Lyric Theatre in Belfast, while books of condolences have been opened at the Guild Hall in Derry, the Mansion House in Dublin, and Belfast City Hall. The funeral will be held on Monday at the Church of the Sacred Heart, Donnybrook, Dublin, with burial to follow in Derry. Two news briefs now offering stark views on humanity in the first, a mother giving birth to her second child at University Maternity Hospital in Limerick, returned to her room after giving birth, only to find her wallet, phone, driver's license, cash, and business bank cards had been stolen while she was in labor. Jill Leonard and Adrian O'Connor's joy at the arrival of their son, Kane was tempered by the loss on Friday last. It certainly changed the day for us, unfortunately, said Leonard, a County Clare resident. The health service executive told the Evening Herald that it discourages patients from bringing valuables with them to the hospital. Gardaí are still investigating. Now an uplifting story of sorts from Crossabeg, County Wexford, where an elderly married couple have died within exactly 12 hours of each other. Edward Hawkins, aged 88, died at his son Greg's home at 1.15 p.m. this past Sunday. His wife, Gertie, 79, died at 1.15 a.m. on Monday. Greg said this week that they were, quote, always together at everything, even in death. Quote, it was a great shock at the time, but it's good that they passed together and that one isn't left on their own, said Greg. Their joint funeral service was held at Ardcom Church of Ireland in Castlebridge on Tuesday. In crime news this morning, it would almost sound like a Benny Hill sketch if it weren't so serious. A cyclist was shot this week by a gunman who then accidentally shot himself as he tried to run away. It gets better. Gardier are saying that the victim was saved because he was so overweight, with his girth preventing the bullet from reaching any vital organs. Charles O'Neill, 52, from Ballymun, Dublin, was cycling along Glasnevin Avenue, Glasnevin Avenue rather, in Dublin, when a gunman emerged and shot him in the stomach at close range as part of an ongoing criminal dispute. The walrus, as O'Neill is known, was left wounded on the road as the gunman tried to escape, but the gunner, a singless criminal in his 30s, accidentally discharged another shot and was himself wounded in the leg. Both men were brought by separate, to separate hospitals by paramedics, where they were treated for gunshot injuries. Bus Aaron is investigating how a woman was accidentally locked inside the baggage compartment of one of its buses and carried for 25 kilometers before she was discovered in a shaken condition. The middle-aged lady, a resident of County Clare, was traveling from Ballyvaughan to a hospital appointment in Galway. It is believed that when she got to the bus stop, she tried to get her bag by reaching into the baggage compartment but was unable to reach it. Her small bag is believed to have fallen under larger luggage, so she climbed in to try and retrieve it. It is believed that she may have fainted after getting into the compartment. The door was then closed, and the bus continued to the village of Doolin, where she was discovered. This week in Irish history, August 27, 1874, saw the death of Irish sculptor John Henry Foley. His most famous work is of Daniel O'Connell in Dublin, while he also did the statue of Prince Albert at London's Kensington Gardens. Also on August 27, 1979, the IRA killed Lord Mountbatten, the last, the last Viceroy of India and the Queen's cousin, when a bomb exploded on board his boat off the coast of, coast of Mullamore, County Sligo. Also killed was Mountbatten's grandson, Nicholas, 14, and local boy, Paul Maxwell, 15, from Fermanagh. The Dowager Lady Braburn, 82, died the day after the attack. The very same day, in 1979, 18 British soldiers were killed by two explosions in the Warren Point Massacre, inflicting the largest loss of life in a day for British military personnel during the Troubles. August 26, 1913, saw the start of another pivotal Irish event, the Great Dublin Lockout. The strike lasted until February of 1914. And on August 25, 1959, Alice O'Sullivan, 19, of Dublin, wins the first-ever Rose of Tralee competition. Our, five, uh, our final story this week may very well be the most important. If our audience will be so good as to indulge me, my grandmother, Lucy Devoy, knee brown, died last Saturday, August 24th, at the age of 90 at the Marymount Care Centre in Lucan, County Dublin. Born on April 28, 1923, she first lived on Anger Street in Temple Bar. She later married the late Joseph Devoy, the love of her life, and they moved to Rialto to start set up a home together. She went on to have nine children, many grandchildren, and even great-grandchildren, one of whom was born just last month, with another one on the way in October. Long-time listeners of our show will remember that I did the newscast from her kitchen on May 7, 2005. Her funeral mass was held this past Tuesday, August 27th, at Our Lady of Fatima Church in Rialto, Dublin, followed by cremation at Newlands Cross Crematorium. 
As Eamon used to say, and I know Mark and Ken agree, we here at Kiolax Crack would like to say in Gaelic, Oskelga, Areshte Goreva Onam Dilish. May you rest in peace, Gran. All right, there Desmond. Oh, hello. Hi, Desmond. Well, listen, uh, I know that was probably very difficult for you to get through there, um, but what a, a tremendous tribute to your grandmother and uh, indeed on behalf of everybody on on, on this side. Uh, our condolences go out to you, but I think that was a magnificent send-off and I know that wasn't easy for you to get through there. So fine job, fine job. Thank you very much, much, Mark. That uh, that means a lot uh, coming from you guys. And, Excellent. Uh, she'll, she'll be well missed and I just wish you guys had had a chance to meet her. She was a great guest. Indeed, indeed. All right, Desmond, thank you very much. A uh, great bit of news there. Um, and uh, we'll chat to you next week. Okay, thanks very much, Mark. All right, yeah. we're going to kick it off here again with a little bit of music from uh, Dolores Keane. Dolores Keane turns 60 this month. Makes me feel very old. But um, anyway, here's Dolores Keane and The Island. Right, Dolores Keane. All right, folks, we've got Mr. Paddy Dunn on the line here to tell us about a big event and a very important event, uh, particularly for Ken and myself next week. Paddy, are you there? I am, Mark. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going there? Not too bad yourself. You've been a busy man. It has been. It's been a busy couple of weeks uh, mm-hmm. trying to get the tournament organized, and uh, my son's getting married in two weeks, so that's another busy uh, another event that we're oh. working on. So, Congratulations. <laughs> Excellent. Keeping me busy. 
Well, listen, um, we haven't been talking too much about the golf event next week, but I thought no, I'd kind of give you the floor uh, here fact, a bit. I appreciate you giving me a minute here just to, to explain kind of what had happened. But uh, as you know, we're doing the Eamon O'Loughlin Memorial Golf Gathering next uh, Saturday, which would have been Eamon's 62nd birthday, hmm. um, up at Royal Woodbine, which is 195 Galaxy Boulevard up near the airport. Um, we haven't really advertised it because three months ago we were sold out by basically word of mouth. And um, as the summer gets busy, people kind of forgot about it. And we've had uh, some people who had twosomes or foursomes booked uh, have to back out or um, instead of a foursome, it's a twosome. So as it stands right now, we've got 13 spots available. So a f- uh, three foursomes and a single. Okay. Um, and that could change too, but... Uh, Basically, I, I really want to sell this uh, tournament out, obviously, for yeah. uh, the great man that Eamon was, and we want to remember him the way it should be done. Absolutely. So 13 spots open. We should be able to. I think we well, have more than 13 so. listeners. I don't yeah. know if we have 13 listeners that are golfers, <laughs> but we have more than 13 listeners. At least I hope sure we have. <laughs> Excellent. So what's plan? What's the plan for today, um, Paddy? Well, it, it's a, we're asking players to arrive at 7.15 to register. We've got a 7.45 a.m. shotgun start. Mm-hmm. So we should be back in the clubhouse uh, by hopefully 12.30, 1 o'clock. Uh, cart and lunch is included. It's $150 per person. Um, when the dust settles and whatever's left over, uh, Madeline's asked that the charity of her choice is Dr. Simone's Canadian Food for Children, which is a great... Uh, a great charity. Excellent. So that's where the uh, the funds, the leftover funds, are going. Okay. And uh, there's a beautiful trophy sponsored by Mark O'Brien and Ken Tracy. Thank you again for that. So the, um, everybody gets uh, some very nice uh, memorial uh, pieces to every everybody who plays. So good stuff. Looking forward Patty. to it. And um, if anybody would like to give us a shout, you can contact me at four one six two three four two eight two two or Frank Kearns, which is our director for the golf, at 647-402-6475. All right, Paddy. Good stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm looking forward to it. We'll have the uh, microphone on overtime next week on the We're golf course. so to that, yeah. Should be some interesting. You might have to sure have, we the... have that 10-second delay. I was about to say it. Languages, uh... Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> it. Yeah, and okay. at 7.15, the good, the good news is we start we start before the bar opens. So That's right. We'll have everybody right. on their best behavior for, for at least most <laughs> of the day anyway. Now, Mark, I do have to apologize. A gentleman by the name of Tom, I can't remember his last name, did contact me about four weeks ago i lost his name and phone number okay and i did promise him that if we had cancellations he would be in there it was a twosome and again i apologize but tom if you're listening my number again is 416-234-2822 all right hopefully tom can get in touch with you looking forward to seeing you next weekend no problem paddy wonderful cheers all the best Excellent. So, folks, um, we're going to play a bit of a song here, but when we come back, um, I've got Ethna Heffernan in the studio here with me, and Ethna is going to, uh, myself and Ethna are going to witness the draw here for the 2013 uh, Ch- uh, Ireland Canada Chamber of Commerce raffle. And um, first prize, uh, two round-trip air tickets to Ireland for the 2014 season with six days bed and breakfast and car hire. And that's um, generously sponsored by Air Canada and Tourism Ireland. And then we'll also be doing a second draw uh, for four tickets to the 31st annual Ireland Fund of Canada luncheon held in uh, March of 2014. Wow, the 31st annual one. Unbelievable. Okay, let's. Uh, here's uh, Limo Flynn with a song called A Gromachri.
For Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabine Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabine has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare, and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabine can seat over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team, or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabine is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. All right, and the Galway Arms, located at 8.38, the Queensway in Etobicoke, invites you to come and enjoy some of the finest pints in the city and feature some of the best Irish meals in Toronto. Why don't you drop in to see the Keane family or call 416-251-0096 or visit www.galwayarms.ca. And as usual, the Galway Arms is also Toronto's home of Gaelic games. And, uh, of course, we're down to the wire here. Tomorrow morning at 8.30, get yourself down there to see a great uh, minor football semi-final between favourites, I believe, Roscommon taking on Tyrone. We could have an all-Connacht minor football final potentially, but Tyrone will have a thing or two to say about that. So that's at 8.30 in the morning. And then the big game, 10.30, Dublin take on Kerry. The dubs take on the lads from the kingdom. And this one is too close to call, but um, should be an outstanding game of football between two traditional uh, rivals in Gaelic games. And then at 4.30, you can see it all again on the Sunday game. Um, and then next weekend, another big weekend uh, for Gaelic games, we've got the All-Ireland Minor Hurling Championship Final between Galway and Waterford. That starts at 8.15 in the morning. That's next Sunday, September the 8th. And then we've got the Senior Hurling Championship Final between Clare and Cork. And then at 4.30 in the evening, we've got the Sunday game, uh, which is a review of everything. And in the studio with me right now is someone who knows her hurling quite well. <laughs> Are you soundly over Kilkenny's campaign now, Etna? I am recovering. <laughs> I am. Seems odd not to have Kilkenny in the in the hurling final this year, but that's good. It's good for the game, and I think it should be fun. It should, it should be, be good. a very interesting game. It should be good. Now I know that uh, if Eamon, God rest him, was here, he would be down having some conversations with Charlie Foster, taking some money off him there. So some, either you or I is going to have to step up here and put the 20 on the line with Charlie. Because I can do you can that only imagine. happily in Eamon's name. I really thought he had something to do with that Clare victory. Yeah, There's I There's no doubt he was up there celebrating for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, uh, Ethna, no stranger to the microphone here or the big stage. Thanks for joining me. And I'm sure the Chamber of Commerce thank you as well. We are going to do a live draw. So... Our friend Alex here, my technician, is going to do the big draw. He has a lovely silver handbag here. <laughs> I'm going to get a picture of that now and put it up on the website. <laughs> but the first draw we're going to do is for the big prize, um, and that is for two round-trip air tickets to Ireland for the 2014 season uh, with six days bed and breakfast and car hire. And this was very generously sponsored by Air Canada and Tourism Ireland. So at this stage, I'm going to ask Alex to reach in. No drum roll here. Do we have it? We can we do one here. Where's your heart? Absolutely. Could have had a heart. <laughs> am, am I off the top or digging deep? Just, what? just keep it all oh, moving so around. All you. And I'm going to dig deep. It's here all you. And who's going to read? Oh, Ethna's going to read. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Thank you very much. And the winner is John Dennehy, and the ticket was sold by myself. Ah, do you know John? I do indeed, and he'll ah. be at the Galway. He'll be celebrating, no doubt, tomorrow morning. I can <laughs> hear him already. John Dennehy, congratulations. You are going to Ireland next year. And um, six days bed and breakfast. Congratulations. And a car hire. I hope he can drive. Can he drive? I've no doubt he can, or he'll learn quickly. <laughs> oh, very good. Okay, excellent. So that's the first, uh, the first draw uh, out of the bag. And now second prize, four tickets to the 31st annual Ireland Fund of Canada luncheon, which will be in March of next year. And that is sponsored kindly by the uh, Ireland Fund of Canada. Drum roll here now. Who's going to win this? And the winner is Brida O'Donoghue. 
and the ticket was also sold by myself. Now, I must admit, I sold a lot of tickets because <laughs> mainly because this is um, a benefit for the Eamon O'Loughlin Irish Canadian Centre and it was a very easy sell. And really, on behalf of Cormac, who should have been here today, but he's travelling, I do want to thank the sponsors and particularly all those who purchased tickets. It's been a huge success and mostly because of Eamon's name, without a doubt. Fantastic. So, Alex, thank you so much. So, Brida O'Donoghue. I'm keeping your bag. <laughs> all right. And I validated Looks those <laughs> I have validated those tickets, folks. It's all legitimate now. And so congratulations to those winners. And um, that's that's wonderful. And uh, will we see you next Saturday or no? You will. I am golfing. You so are. Be warned. Absolutely. All right. Well, the last Brendan time. And yes. The last time I was on a course with you, you hit a few up my you know what. So be careful. There'll be no beer <laughs> cart going around in the morning, Mark. So you're out of luck this time. All right. <laughs> I've got to stay away from that stuff for a long time anyway. <laughs> All right. Ethan, thanks a lot for coming in the studio. My Just pleasure. Hang around here for another little while and maybe we can have another chat. Um, I'd love but to, we're going you. to uh, move on here with another little bit of music here. We talked about the fact that the dubs are taking on Kerry. So um, here's the Dubliners and Spanish Lady. As I went out through Dublin City at the hour of twelve in the night Who should I see but the Spanish lady washing her feet by candlelight First she washed them, then she dried them over a fire of amber coal In all me life I ne'er did see a maid so neat about the soul Whack all the tooraloo-ra-laddy, whack all the tooraloo-ra-lay Whack all the tooraloo-ra-laddy, whack all the tooraloo as I came back through Dublin City at the time of half past eight Who should I see but the Spanish lady brushing her hair so trim and neat First she teased it, then she brushed it, on her lap was a silver comb In all me life I ne'er did see so fair a maid since I did roam Whack all the tooraloo-ra-laddy, whack all the tooraloo-ra-lay Whack all the tooraloo-ra-laddy, whack all the tooraloo-ra-lay as I went round old Dublin City when the sun began to set Who should I meet but the Spanish lady catching a moth in a golden net When she spied me quick she fled me, lifting her petticoat over the knee In all me life I ne'er did see a maid so gay as the Spanish lady Whack all the tooraloo-ra-laddy, whack all the tooraloo-ra-lay I stopped to look, but the watchman passed. Says he, young fella, now the night is late. Along with you now, or I will wrestle you straightway through the Bridewell Gate. I threw a kiss to the Spanish lady, hot as a fire of angry coal. In all me life, I ne'er did see a maid so sweet about the soul. Whack all the tooraloo-ra-laddy, whack all the tooraloo-ra-lay. Whack all the tooraloo-ra-laddy, whack all the tooraloo-ra-lay. As I went out through Dublin City as the hour of dawn was o'er, who should I see but the Spanish lady? I was lonely and but sore. First she coaxed me, then she chid me, then she laughed at my sad plight. In all me time I ne'er did see a maid so sweet as on that night. Whack all the tooraloo-ra-laddy, whack all the tooraloo-ra-lay. Whack all the tooraloo-ra-laddy, whack all the tooraloo-ra-lay. I've wandered north and I've wandered south Through Stony Batter and Patrick's Close Up and around by the Gloucester Diamond And round by Napper Tandy's house Old age has laid her hand on me Cold as a fire of ashy coal But where is the lovely Spanish lady Neat and sweet about the soul Whack all the tooraloo-ra-laddy Whack all the tooraloo-ra-lay Whack all the tooraloo-ra-laddy Whack all the tooraloo-ra-lay Whack all the tooraloo-ra-laddy Whack all the tooraloo-ra-lay Whack all the tooraloo-ra-laddy Whack all the tooraloo-ra-lay
All right, excellent. The Dubliners. Brendan Rossiter now would have been doing a little jig to that one. He's probably down in the Galway Arms already, getting ready for tomorrow's big game. So, Rossi, if you're listening, uh, $20 on Kerry tomorrow. I hope you can take that bet. Anyway, that's probably not even legal, but uh, anyway, <laughs> anything goes, anything goes. Um, right, so we're going to move on here with another bit of music, but before I do, I just got a text from Della down at the Galway Arms, and uh, just to go back to the golf tournament next weekend, um, on the 7th, um, the uh, the Irish guys will be playing uh, down at the Galway Arms, so I'm sure that um, a lot of people from the golf tournament will make their way back there, so get down there and support Della at the Galway Arms, um, a popular haunt, of course, for Eamon himself, so probably fitting that we, uh, we make our way down there afterwards, and the Irish guys will be providing some entertainment anyway here's a couple of other Irish guys very famous Irish guys at that Tommy Makem and Liam Clancy made some incredible music over the years and here's Red is the Rose Come over the hills my bunny Irish lads Darling, you choose the road, love, and I'll make the vow, and I'll be your true love forever. Red is the rose that in yonder garden. Shining, the moon shone its rays on our locks of golden hair, and she swore she'd be my love forever. Red is the rose that in yonder garden. Sister Kate, tis not for the grief of my mother, tis all for the loss of my bunny Irish lass, that my heart is breaking forever. Okay, folks, time for the Guinness Community Calendar of Events. I'm reading this from my BlackBerry. The print could not be smaller, so 
Ken, thanks a lot for all the assistance on that. Anyway, tonight, uh, August 31st, 7.30pm, the 1913 Centenary Pageant, an initiative of Ray Bassett, the Irish Ambassador to Canada, a commemoration in words and song of the 1913 strike and lockout in Dublin, when the ITGWU faced the combined forces of 400 employers determined to starve the workers into submission. It's co-sponsored by the Embassy of Ireland, Hamilton and District Labour Council, Labour's International Union of North America and the Irish-Canadian Club of Hamilton. Um, It's taking place down at the Workers' Arts and Heritage Centre at 51 Stewart Street, Hamilton. No charge and there's a cash bar there. Also tonight, uh, my own Toronto Gales are having a pub night over at the Celtic Supporters Club that's at Midland Avenue and Progress. The Toronto Traditional Irish Music School starts up its fall set of 10 sessions of group classes starting Monday evening the 9th of September at the Emerald Isle Centre at 1190 Danforth Avenue. That's at the corner of Danforth and Greenwood, one block west of Greenwood Subway Station at the Danforth. Fiddle classes in beginners and intermediate taught by Patrick Urso start at 6pm. Phone number is 416-462-2972. Tin whistle classes for beginners and intermediate taught by Debbie Quigley starts at 7pm and the phone number there is 647-897-9239. On September 12th, Daniel O'Donnell is at Hamilton Place and there are still tickets available. Give Leo O'Donnell a call at 416-266-0047. And on Saturday, September the 14th, the second annual Innisfil Celtic Festival at Innisfil Beach Park on the beautiful shores of Lake Simcoe, commencing at 11.30 in the morning. Celtic music, dancing, Scottish games, sheep herding and shearing, soccer match between Scotland and Ireland, children's activities, Celtic vendors, food, etc. For information or to be a vendor, call Angie Chisholm at 705-456-1595. On September 20th and 21st, at Mandeville Theatre, Ridley College, St. Catherine's, the Beer Mats 20th Anniversary Concert. The third annual Streetsville, Mississauga, Ontario, Cayley is on September the 21st at the Vic Johnson Community Centre. The doors open there at 6pm. It'll be a great night to raise funds for kids in the community. Two bands, the Mountain Line Trappers and the North, as well as DJ Michael Amaral, will perform throughout the evening. $50 a ticket, you get a delicious roasted chicken dinner with corn on the cob and dessert. The banquet hall will house a silent auction with dozens of amazing deals being offered and you can purchase individual tickets. Um, our reserve tables of six or eight people. Tickets can be purchased at the Vic Johnson Community Centre or at Ladner's Clothiers. Um, call Julie Walker at 647-808-1546. And the Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce, Chambers of Commerce, in partnership with the Ireland-Canada Business Association, Enterprise Ireland, the IDA and Connac International proudly presents the Business Gathering, a one-day forum a one-day forum in Dublin's iconic Shelburne Hotel on Friday, September the 27th. The team of the day will be celebrating and strengthening the business links between Ireland and Canada. These links have never been stronger and deserve to be celebrated. The keynote speaker is the Honourable John Manley, former Minister of Finance of Canada and current President of the Canada Council of Chief Executives, Canada's preeminent business association. Mr Manley's acceptance of our invitation speaks to the significance of the links between Ireland and Canada and the potential for further growth. If you know Canadian companies wishing to do business in Ireland or Irish companies wishing to do business in Canada, please have them contact the Chamber of Commerce at main at icccto.com. And on Saturday, September the 28th, Shamrock Garden and Landscaping will hold their first annual golf tournament in aid of mental health at Banty's Roost Golf and Country Club that's off Bramley Road in Brampton. An 8am shotgun start followed by dinner at the Irish Sea Bean Pub at 5pm. The cost is $125 and for all information, call the man himself, Cahill Boyd, 416-200-8214 or send him an email at cboyd at shamrockgardens.ca. And that was a very difficult read for me, folks, but we got through it. I still have the 2020 vision. I'm very happy about that. Okay, we're going to move on with uh, another little piece of music. We're just going to balance it up here. We played a little song from the Dubliners, but, you know, we all know that the the Kerry men will be in Croke Park tomorrow chomping at the bit, ready to take them on. And so I'm going to play this song for Kerry, for the Kerry folks in the community, particularly Noreen O'Shea. I'm always in touch with Noreen through the uh, through Facebook, and uh, I know she's got the jersey um, out on the line right now. <laughs> Better bring it in. It looks like it's going to rain, Noreen. But get the Kerry jersey on, and um, as I said, um, here is a song from uh, Foster and Allen called The Rose of Tralee. 
pale moon was rising above the green mountain the sun was declining beneath the blue sea and i strayed with my love to the pure crystal fountain that stands in the beautiful veil of Tralee. She was lovely and fair as the rose of the summer, yet was not her beauty alone that won me. That made me love Mary, the rose of Tralee. The cool shades of evening, their mantles were spreading, and Mary all smiling. Sat listening to me. The moon through the valley, her pale rays were shedding. When I won the heart of the rose of Tralee, though lovely and fair as the rose of the summer, yet was not. All right, very good. Foster and Alan, and the lady sitting across from me gigged with those lads a while ago, didn't oh, you? a number of years ago, Mark. Indeed, I did. They were delightful, lovely, yeah. lovely guys. Yeah. Down at Ryerson, did you Ryerson, say? Ryerson, the theatre in Ryerson. Yeah. Fantastic. It was a yeah. Pat Gwynn production. Love their music. Oh, another Very another relaxing. stalwart in the community. Huh? Indeed, absolutely. Excellent. Well, listen, who knew you could ever write a song about um, Eamon's favourite drink, which is cider? <laughs> <laughs> but someone did. There's a song called Johnny Jump Up. And uh, I thought we'd kind of liven it up a little bit before we come back. And then we'll have a quick chat and then sign off. But here's, um, here's Gaelic Storm and Johnny Jump Up. I'll tell you a story that happened to me One day as I went down to y'all by the sea The sun it was bright and the day it was warm Says I a quiet point wouldn't do me no harm I went into the barman I said give me a stout Says the barman I'm sorry all the beer to sold out Try whiskey or vodka ten years in the wood Says I I'll try cider I've heard that it's good Oh never, oh never, oh never again If I live to a hundred or a hundred and ten I fell to the ground and I couldn't get up After drinking a pint of the Johnny Jumper After lowering the third I headed straight for the yard Where I bumped into Brophy, the big civic guard Come here to me boy, don't you know I'm the law? Well I upped with my fist and I shattered his jaw He fell to the ground with his knees doubled up Oh sure twasn't, I hit him through the Johnny Jump Up And the next thing I met down in y'all by the sea Was a cripple on crutches and says he to me I'm afraid of me life, I'll be hit by a car Would you help me across to the railway man's bar? And after three pints of that cider so sweet He threw down his crutches and he danced on his feet Oh never, oh never, oh never again If I live to a hundred or a hundred and ten Cause I fell to the ground and I couldn't get up After drinking a pint of the Johnny Jumper
right, Johnny, jump up. Okay, folks, well, Ethna, we're going to kind of uh, close it out here. Thank you very much for joining me today. It's That's an absolute fantastic. pleasure, and it's so good to remember Eamon in so many ways, and Excellent. his memory lives on without a doubt. Yeah, and um, I guess we'll see you next weekend for sure. See you on Saturday for sure. Happy golfing. Happy golfing, yeah. Now, get the, I have to get to the range this week and get the game in order. Oh, the game is not good at the moment, but listen, I'll be there, and I'll do my best. <laughs> now, you also mentioned you're heading to Ireland for a couple of weeks. I'm going over the end of September. I'm going for the um, the business meeting in Dublin, and and uh, we'll spend two weeks there as well. Yes, so, and you'll yeah, be heading that's there to Kilkenny as well. I will hit Kilkenny at some stage for yeah. sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I passed through it. It's looking good. It's I bet looking it very is. Good. <laughs> it's looking very good. Okay, well, I think we're going to, to uh, wrap it up here, folks. Uh, once again, thanks to Ethna Heffernan. Um, and thank you for everybody who kindly donate Air Canada, Tourism Ireland and the Ireland Fund of Canada for generously donating those prizes well done. Uh, for yeah. the raffle. And congratulations to the winner. Congratulations to the folks from Mayo. Best of luck to the folks from Dublin, <laughs> Roscommon, Tyrone and Kerry tomorrow. And um, Slána Gwyf Galair. Let's tune it. For, Let's close it off here with Goodnight Irene from Van Morrison, Lonnie Dunnigan, and Chris Barber. I got married. Me and my wife settled down. But me and my wife have parted. I'm going to want to take another stroll downtown. your rambling stop your gambling stop staying out late late at night go home to your wife and your family sit down by your fireside so bright Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon.